Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger Bites Boulder. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the small business owner, desires. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Tune in every Monday and Wednesday for mindset, attitude, personal performance and business growth content and every Friday when we do our Friday five-minute fix. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Okay, and what an episode I have coming up for you today. Today, we are looking at creating the perfect business model. If you are a business owner, you do have a business model, even if you've never thought of it that way. Your your business model is simply how your business is set up, how it works as a whole unit, and to the degree that it's set up well will be the degree that it is profitable and that it is financially successful. Business modeling is absolutely an essential part of business growth. You can't just build it once and then just leave it. It's constantly evolving as you evolve. And obviously, if you want to keep getting better results at your business, you need to keep improving the model. The model is what sits behind the success of your business. You are what sits behind the success of your business. Therefore, the two things you always want to be working on, in my opinion, getting the modeling right and getting you right. And I always say this, you know, at 70% of everything we do here at the Leveling Up podcast, at BBB, at Success Groups and Extreme Growth Masterminds, about 70% of what we do is mindset and attitude and personal performance. It's you, getting you to fire on all cylinders in your business. Um, but I tell you now, if I wasn't so embedded in personal development and if I hadn't had the background I had, I'm telling you now, business modeling would be where I was at. It's such an important part. The reason I focus so heavily on the personal development stuff first and the personal performance performance is really simple. I could give you the best business model in the world. I could give you, in fact, the best business in the world and just hand it over to you and say, all you've got to do is turn the handle and this thing will make you money. And the chances are you still wouldn't do it because I could give someone the best model, but if they don't have the right mindset, the right attitude towards you know, growing their business towards working hard, doing the graft, constantly leveling themselves up. It doesn't matter if I give you a perfect blueprint, you're just not going to apply it. So for me, get you right, first and foremost, has always got to be top of the cards, right? Get you right, get you functioning, get you firing on all cylinders. Then you need a great model because even if you take the best mindset and the best attitude and you get the person performing at the highest level, if you give them a shit business model, they'll wring the last ounce out of it, but ultimately, they can't get more out of it than is possible to get out of it. So if I give someone with a great aptitude, a great attitude, a great mindset, if I give them a shit model, they're still not going to be able to make a success out of their business. They'll make it as successful as it possibly can be, but it won't be as as successful as it actually could be. So for me, mindset first, then we get the model right. You've already been listening on this Living Up podcast, if you've been following me for any amount of time, done a lot of work on your 
yourself, okay? Yes, we've looked at the business as well, but a lot of what we've been looking at is you. Today, I wanna look purely, purely, purely on your business and on creating that perfect business model. So first things first, you need to understand, my model for the business model is a set of cogs. And these cogs work together and they mesh together. And if you get the wrong cog in the wrong place, then the output of your machine will be less than it would be than if you got it all in the right orders orders and the right ratios. So the cogs we're gonna be looking at, there's six cogs, and then we're gonna be looking at the output of these cogs. So the first cog I want you to think about is what it is you actually do. It's the right thing. So you need to have the right thing in place. This is the right product or the right service. If you start your business off and you don't have a good product, a decent product, you don't have the right product for the model as a whole, okay, because this isn't just one singular cog. We're gonna see the other cogs as it unfolds. If you don't get this cog right, then even if you get all the other cogs right, your model is still not going to make you any money. Or it might make you some money, but it won't make you anywhere near as much as it would have done otherwise. So you must make sure you've got the right thing in your business model, the right product and the right service. The next cog we look at is how you deliver this, okay? You want to deliver it the right way. So for example, some businesses or some products are delivered best online, some are best delivered face-to-face, one-to-one, some are delivered best in auditoriums or in rooms or in small groups, some are delivered best, you know, some products are delivered best early in the morning, later in the evening, does this make sense? So you've got your product, once you've got your product, your service, you wanna make sure you're delivering it in the right way. So for example, if the right product for your model was one-to-one working, okay, but the way you delivered it was in like half day blocks, and we'll come to some other cogs in a minute that didn't support this, then it wouldn't work together. So these are two cogs. Now we're gonna look at the whole thing as a unit in just a moment. I'm just introducing you to each of these cogs. The right thing delivered the right way to the right customer. So you have to have the right customer in place, okay? I could have the perfect thing to sell, okay? The perfect product or the perfect service, I could deliver it in the perfect way, okay? But if I don't have the right customer, they're never gonna buy it. Fourth cog is the right price. So you can see how these cogs are starting to fit together. You've got the right thing delivered the right way to the right customer at the right right price. So if I had those first three cogs in place, so I had the right thing and I the right service, okay, the perfect service, the perfect product, I delivered it in the right way for my business to make money, and then I even got the right customer in place to buy this thing, okay, if the price wasn't right, the model would break, okay? Right price. Fourth, uh, fifth one, the right sales strategy. Under that, read into that also marketing. Sales and marketing strategy, okay? So you've got to have the right sales and marketing strategy. Once you've got the right product, delivered the right way, at the right price to the right customer, you then need to make sure that you have the right sales and marketing strategy in order to feed this. Makes sense, okay? Right, the sixth cog, the right people. These are the right people around you, okay? These are the people who are supporting your business. If you're a slightly bigger business, they might be employees or maybe people you outsource work to. Whoever is involved around your business 
in delivering the product or delivering the service. So you can imagine, right, let's go back again. You've got the right product, you're delivering it the right way, at the right price, to the right customer, you've got the right sales marketing strategy, which means that you're getting customers, you're finding customers, okay, you're making sales, but you have the wrong people in your business, can you see how this is gonna break the model? So let's just say, you know, the right product and then the right way of doing that is high-end, class, you know, customer-focused and everything else. But the people you've got in your establishment, the people working alongside you or in your business aren't in alignment with that. Can you see how that would break the model? You must make sure you've got the right people working for you, with you, alongside you, supporting you, outsourcing the right people. It has to be the right people, okay? Otherwise, it's going to limit the performance of your model. Okay, so the uh, last one, the right systems and processes. The right systems and processes. If you've done your maths right, you'd have realized that I said six at the beginning and I've just delivered you seven cogs. That's on me, that's my bad. So yeah, the seventh cog, the right systems and processes, okay? These are the systems and processes that enable the whole machine to work efficiently and effectively. So what we've got there is we have this whole model and when we get it right, it makes money, okay? When we get this right, we make money. If we get it wrong, it might still make some money, just not as much money. We get it really right and it makes a lot of money, okay? We're looking purely at the business model here in in complete isolation at the moment, but you're unlikely to be able to just build the perfect model. The perfect model is something that normally evolves out of your business. But if you're not aware of these individual cogs, then it's hard to know how to improve upon your business model, how to evolve it if you don't even know what it's made up of. So let's have a look at the model as a whole. You've got the right thing, right way, at the right price to the right customer. You've got the right sales marketing strategy to feed this model in the first place and the right systems and processes in order to keep the whole thing super efficient and super effective. What you want to look at here is each of these cogs is supported by and supports the other cogs. Does this make sense? So the two supporting cogs here that just support the whole thing is the right sales and marketing strategy, that supports the whole model, and the right systems and processes, that supports the whole model. Everything else supports everything else. You see, if I have the price wrong, if everything else is right, I'm not gonna have a successful business. So let's say, for example, we're doing one-to-one coaching. We're doing half-day coaching. I'm charging 50 pounds for each of those sessions, okay? I could have the right marketing. I could have people lining up at my door. I could have people, uh, you know, the systems and processes that keep the machine slick. The bottleneck is really simple. I can only do two a day if I'm flat out. So even if I'm doing five days a week, there's only 10 clients at 50 quid. I'm making literally 500 pound a week. I'm doing 2,000 pound a month. I've hit my limit at 25 grand a year, assuming I work Christmases and also the summer holidays. You can see then, okay, the rest of the model, you might look at that and say, actually, the once model shit, the half day coaching is shit. Well, actually, no, that might be the right thing for the right customer that you've got. And it might be the right way of delivering that product. The price, however, is where it's getting crippled, okay? We double that price, quadruple that price, 10 times that price. So let's say we're now doing 500 pound. So we're doing 500 pound for that. It's a quality service, it's really intense, it's really in depth. You come to this, say, right, 500 pounds, now you're earning 1,000 pound a day, now you're doing 5,000 pound a week. Now you're doing 20 grand a month, you're now doing quarter of a million pound business model. 
Does this make sense? So don't just assume that one part of the model is broken. It may be actually a different part of the model is not right. In that model I've just shared with you, the one-to-one -one model, it'd be easy for someone to come at this and say, actually, you know what, the one-to-one -one model's dead, right? If you get the one-to-one, -one, that's a terrible model. Go one-to-many, right? Or they might sit there and say, you know what, the fact you're doing four-hour sessions is, in is insane, right? I, when I do one-to-one -one coaching, two hours, three hour sessions easily, right? And it'd be so easy to look at that and say, that's a terrible model. Well, it's only a terrible model if the price isn't right and everything else. Equally, if you're working with younger people, I'm gonna make a massive, massive gross generalization. If you're working with younger people like teens, et cetera, or late teens, or even early 20s, and you start trying to lock them in for four hour sessions one to one, it's very likely you're gonna melt their brains. They're not gonna have that kind of focus. And that. In fact, I don't know many people that might have that focus, right? You've gotta make sure it's the right, the right customer base. Makes sense? So you look at it and then you say, right, okay, so my the people I'm targeting this to is younger people, um, maybe slightly short attention spans. I don't know. I'm just spouting what I've heard somewhere else. Um, don't shoot me if you're a younger person or anything else. Let's say got slightly short attention spans. So everything else is right, but you've got to price this thing at £500 in order to make any kind of money in your business. And you're trying to sell this to younger people. Well, there's two cogs there which clearly don't fit. So the, the 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 product you're doing might be the right product, but the way you're delivering it isn't appropriate to the customer. The price isn't appropriate to the customer, even though the price is appropriate to the the way you're delivering it. Does this make sense? So this is what you want to continually keep looking at in your business model, okay? So I'll repeat this one more time, okay? You want to write these down. It's getting the right thing in place, the right product or service. It's delivering that product and service the right way to the right customer at the right price. And then it's making sure you have the right people in your business and around your business. It's then making sure you've got the right sales and marketing strategy to feed this machine. And then it's making sure you've got the right systems and processes to support the mechanisms of this model to keep everything fluid, efficient, and effective. If you come at your business and break your business down into each of these cogs, you can start seeing how if I played with the customer, maybe I could actually charge more money. So let's say you're delivering, again, let's stick with coaching. You're delivering coaching, you're working with a demographic that maybe typically doesn't have a lot of disposable income, and therefore, even though everything's amazing in this product and this whole model, the problem is that you can't really charge premium prices because the bottom line is really simple, you won't have any clients. So let's say, instead of trying to break this whole thing apart, we say, right, how do I charge more money? So you say, right, well, let's change the cog, which is the right price. So let's get the pricing right. So let's go from 50 pounds to 500 pound a session. So we take that and we make that cog. Now we've just made that cog 10 times bigger it's very possible that the other cogs won't just all fit into place. So we know if we five times the price, or 10 times the price, as I just said, it's unlikely that the same customer base is gonna find 10 times the money for the same product, okay? So that will break the customer. The product might be able to handle it, the product may well be worth it. The way you're delivering it might be right, you get the price right for you and for the business you're trying to create, but suddenly the customer now isn't the right customer. So now we have to tweak that customer. So then you say, right, what customer will pay 10 times? So you find the customer that will pay 10 times. Now that's gonna break your next part, which is probably the sales and strategy, the sales and marketing strategy. So you don't have the marketing campaigns to that particular audience. 
So now you have to update that cog. So you've got to get your sales and marketing right to target this new client so you can still continue to deliver the same product in the same way at the new desired price, but you've had to make those changes. Does this make sense? So the next thing I want you to think about, and let's say, for example, so the last cog, let's say, for example, there, that the people you're used to working alongside are used to working, obviously, with a, uh, a product that's much cheaper, and therefore they might not be used to bringing the highest quality standards, so maybe that cog needs to go up as well. They need to say, listen, our old customers are paying 50 quid for this, our new customers are 500, they have a much bigger expectation, our job is to make sure we deliver on those expectations. So that cog may break, and you might have to enhance that cog. Let's go a different route. Let's say the one-to-one model, right? Let's say that's not working. So let's say, right, we've got the, uh, we've got the right customer. We've got loads of these customers. The price is right, right? 50 quid, it's the right price. I can sell it all day long and everything else. The problem I've got is that by selling it at 50 quid, the one-to-one that I'm doing isn't working because the half day is killing me and killing my business. I can't make the money I want to. So guess what you do? You have to change how you deliver that product. So the product might still fundamentally be business growth, or it could be emotional coaching or something else. And let's say, for example, you go down the one-to-many route. So then you say, right, okay, so it's, it's fundamentally the right product. We're going to tweak it a little bit. We're going to put it out to a one-to-many. So instead of doing one-to-one, I'm going to have 10 people in a room. Each one of those people are still going to pay me £50, but I'm still going to do half-day delivery and everything else, but we're going to do 10 people at a time. Make sense? So actually, you've only made one little tweak there, really. Fundamentally, the product's the same product. Fundamentally, the customer's the same customer. The price is the same price. How you deliver it has now changed. Does this make sense? You've now got 10 people in a room as opposed to the one-to-one model. So once again, the sales strategy and the marketing strategy, actually, you had that nailed before with the one-to-one. You just need to maybe tweak that a little bit to create your value proposition for the one-to-many. Make sense? However, guess what's going to happen here now? The two cogs that might really break under the strain of this, the systems and processes cog and the right people cog. So then we have to say, right, do we have the right people in place to deliver the 10 people at a time model as opposed to the one-to-one model? So you might need more support people. Maybe you need a little tweak here and there. Maybe you need to just uh, re-educate the people that work with you, alongside you, your staff, etc., into the new model. Maybe you need new people altogether. Then, of course, you've got systems and processes. It's a very different model when you're only coaching two people a day, so you're only coaching 10 people a week. Now, let's say you're doing two roomfuls of 10 twice a day, so you're still making the new, the new money, you're still making the £500 per session, you're doing £1,000 a day still, but now you're doing 20 people a day, it's 100 people per week. Your systems and processes are almost certainly going to crumble under the strain of that. So guess what? You have to then work on that cog to make that cog be able to support the new model. Does this make sense? Now, if you really understand this, you start to realize, okay, it's not like looking at the whole model at once, all as the entirety at the same time. And it's not like just trying to think about your business cognitive in your head. By drawing it out like this and understanding these cogs and how they work together, you can start by playing with the individual cogs just like I did. So if I've said one-to-many, you're like, I wonder what one-to-many would look like in my business. Guess what? You come back to the model, you make the product and the way you deliver it, you say, right, this would be the product and this is how I would deliver it, the one-to-many. Then you say, right, who would be the customer that would buy that? What price would I need to charge for that for my, what I desired outcome? But also what price would the market support 
given that customer base. And then you sit there and say, right, okay, what's my sales and marketing strategy for attracting those people? What systems and processes do I need in place to support that model? So you can start at any point. You can start with a new product. You say, I've got a new product. I like the idea of having this massive premium product. I'm selling this product off the shelf all day long for 100 quid. I want to do a platinum version. It's a thousand pound product. You say, right, start with that. Top cog, the right thing. It's a thousand pound. The price. Here's the product. Here's the price. They go together hand in hand. They work well. I've got the pricing and the product perfect. I then say, right, how do I need to deliver this in a way that maintains the value proposition of that thousand pound and everything else? Then you sit there and say, right, who's the customer? How do I track that customer? What do I need to support the systems and processes? Who do I need on my camp, on my side of the table to help deliver this in the way? And that includes obviously supporting in things like sales and marketing, but maybe supporting you in terms of delivery as well. So that is my, my business modeling cogs model that I share with everybody at Success Groups, everyone in Extreme Growth Mastermind. I share this with them. I shared this just recently with a room full of people. In there was a, a guy doing nine and a half million, a guy doing eight million, another guy doing three million, a two million pound business in there, and many, many six-figure businesses. And I shared this, and I know it's so super simple, but you know what they said? They said, what's nice about it, just having that visual model in their head, rather than looking at you know, complicated businesses or trying to look at the whole thing at once, just having these cogs and just looking at it like something to play with. If I interchange this cog with this cog and if I upgraded this cog, what would be the knock-on effect? From that, you start turning it into strategy, right? If you're a nine and a half million pound business, you'll take this very simple modeling idea. You'll get the, the, the broad strokes of what the model will look like. Of course, then you'll need to expand upon that to much deeper levels of, uh, in terms of strategy and complexity if you're running a 10 million pound business compared to if you're running a 100 grand business or even a 50k or even a startup. So I want you to have a look at your business. Look at how your business currently fits into this model right now. If you want to get better output, okay, then start looking at where you can make those changes. You could change this at any point. Okay, I wouldn't change it at the sales and marketing strategy because that's there to support the model. I wouldn't change it at the right people level. Start with that because kind of that's there to support the rest of the model. Systems and processes, don't get involved in that. I tell you now, so many business owners get so bogged down in the systems and processes of business. Um, that cog there is to support the model. So you need enough systems and processes to support the model that you're running and maybe to give you a little bit of scope so you can grow that model. But I'm telling you now, you don't need to have huge huge amounts of systems and processes in your business if you're only running a 30 grand business. And if you're running a hundred grand, you don't need an awful lot. When you start running multiple hundreds, it gets a little bit more complicated. You need more systems and processes. When you start running multi-million pound businesses, of course, the systems and processes become an absolute vital part of your scalability. They become a vital part of your productivity of your business. So get really smart about this. Apply it based on where you are currently at. I've taught this to startups and I've taught this to businesses that are doing 10 plus million pounds. Okay, awesome guys, thanks for that. If you are a business owner that hasn't yet hit 100K in revenue and you wanna take your business to 100 grand or more in the next 12 months or less, I've designed a webinar specifically designed with you guys in mind. It's for five-figure service-based businesses. So these are businesses that are doing 30, 40, 50, maybe even 60,000 pounds, but for whatever reason, they haven't yet hit 100 grand. I've created this webinar and it takes you through what you need to have in place, your mindset, your business model. It talks about this stuff in there. This comes straight out of that webinar. And uh, we also talk about your day-to-day working practice, what I call your methodology for achieving. Do you have a six-figure mindset, a six-figure model? 
Does your model handle six figures? And do you have a six-figure methodology, a plan of action, a strategy, a day-to-day working practice that gets you to 100K or more? So first and foremost, we're going to pressure test what you have in place. Then I'm going to share with you what you need to be doing to take your business to 100 grand or more within the next 12 months or less. I've done it with many businesses just like yours before. We had a business go from 50 to over 100 in a year. We had someone go from 60 to 120 in about nine months. We've had people go from 150 to 350 to 750 to one and a half million in consecutive years. We've had people go from back bedrooms to multiple million pound turnover businesses. So you can have this extreme growth. And I'm telling you now, mindset is where it's at first and foremost. I can't tell you enough. I can give you the perfect model right now, but if the mindset's not in the right place, you won't deliver on it. Get the mindset right, get your modeling right, and then it's a case of just keep cranking that handle, working hard, doing what you need to do to get the results out out the other end. If you are under 100 grand, get yourself onto that six-figure fast track. The webinar is at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll see the webinar there. It's completely free of charge. Just log in and you can watch that right now. Also, I will put the link in the descriptions of this podcast so you can follow that link and go straight there. If, however, you're doing over 100 grand and you want to go to doubling your business in the next year, uh, Extreme Growth Masterminds might be something you're interested in. I always say this, if you're doing 100 and you want to do 200, or even if you're doing 150 or 250 and you want to look at doubling your business in the next 12 months, then uh, you want to be emailing Tracy, tracy tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk, tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk and uh, tell her that you're interested in our Extreme Growth Masterminds and uh, let her share with you how we might be able to help you take your business to 2x in the next 12 months by getting into the right headspace and then getting the right model and then just executing the hell out of it. I look forward to seeing you either in maybe one of my Extreme Growth Masterminds, maybe on my Fast Track webinar. If you're under 100 grand, the webinar's where you want to go. Over 100 grand, email Tracy. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up 